Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anyway, And it is day 100 under the dome, a.k.a. episode 100. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one might say that, oh my goodness, what special things do you have in store for us? Are we going to do greatest hits? Are we going to reminisce on some of our our past eps, some of the the most notable occurrences? And I'm going to say yes. In fact, I have one of them ready to go. It's pulled up. I'm going to get it going here. Um, Kind of our claim to fame, really when uh, we interviewed former President Obama. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and play that right here. So, uh, Obama, uh, do you, uh, was, how was the traffic getting here? Was that, uh, was that all right? Uh, you know what? The traffic was not as bad as uh, you would have expected. Here. Okay, yeah, but are you, you're familiar with the state of California. You're around here often. Like, do you know, like, what's a good place we could go eat tonight? Uh, I, I'm familiar. And I come here from time to time, and I love um, the uh, Flamin' Taco in Koreatown. I have to admit, um, your last freestyle was a little lackluster, and I really didn't expect you to drop the N-bomb so harshly and with the hard R. Uh, pres- former President Obama, what, uh, what do you have to say about uh, your critics on that? I'd have to say that um, you're a bitch-ass cracker. And oh, you don't know shit about freestyles. All right. See, now that was an interesting clip. Uh, so uh, we got to, um, we might have to address that. But Dude, b- before we do that, what? Did I miss the Obama episode? I was never here for that. Oh, well, see, I was kind of, I was looking at you and like the optics of it. And I don't know if like, you know, it was at the time it was very like tensions were high in the Middle East. Oh. And I was just—I was sort of looking out for you, and I guess I was kind of looking out for Mr. Obama. Gotcha. Um, but, so uh, it was for my safety. Yes, and uh, yeah. So this is episode uh, 100 of Dome, the, the the world's premier freestyle rap podcast. I'm uh, Alex, and I got David sitting across. From what me. up? I thought that for uh, episode 100, you know, like fireworks would go off, and then confetti would be everywhere, and that we at this point would be blackout drunk, and there'd be prostitutes everywhere, but. It's quite the opposite. None of oh, that is yeah. occurring. And, when, and you know what? I, I, we can justify it by saying that it's technically not the 100th episode. If I recall, we had an episode zero, and we also had some episodes where we were in Spavanaugh that we didn't count. Hey, hey. It's a vague century, centurion, the podcast it has been on so long. We've been doing it for a couple years, really four, but who's counting, yo? I don't really care. Yeah, who's counting? All these freestyles I've been spouting for a hundred. Yeah, I'm fucking wondering where the fuck yeah I'm going. Yeah, I'm stoic. Uh. Yeah, there's only 100 like the Romans. That's just how it is. I'm in my home and listening to Domen. Oh my God, these dudes are so astounding. They over here clowning all around and uh, so astounding. They clowning around them and yeah, you know me. I've been pounding the blueberry acai trulys. Yeah, I truly want to get groovy. Acai, I just sighed in glee because I'm off the truly and the LSD. That's right, I'm tripping so healthy. Yeah, everything is moving around me. That would be a shit show if we were on acid, folks. Don't uh, don't uh, look at this episode through that lens. We're sober, that other be, than the truly. <laughs> we're, we're sober other than the alcohol. <laughs> 
it'd be crazy if we did an episode on acid. Although, you know what? I think um, those episodes that we've done with a little touch of touch of mushrooms, those aren't those aren't bad, right? Yeah, Maybe we have more if, fun than if, the fans. If I was on acid for an episode, I just wouldn't talk. That would be the issue. Oh, yeah. You couldn't you couldn't maintain a conversation. No, I just don't like acid. Doesn't make me talkative, and if it does, the shit I'm saying is retarded. Yeah, that's man. a good point. Uh, heist by Lethal Needle. Today, I um I had a, I was having a package delivered by UPS, and you know how that's a nightmare for us here. This is the second time where I have just tracked the package on the app. And then as it gets close to the um, delivery window, I've gone and stood by the entrance of our apartment and just waited for the uh, delivery driver to pull up. And like literally today, I went out there at like 1015 and just stood around for 20 minutes until I was like, oh, there's a UPS truck. And then I went and fucking was like, hey, do you have a package for 639? And he was like, yeah, I do. And. I like literally have to physically be outside of our building to successfully get something delivered from UPS or FedEx. Someone uh, in the same boat as you, I assume, literally went out and broke our door so that the uh, so that it wouldn't lock. It's been fixed since, but there was a like. Did you notice that the door handles all fucked up at the front? Like someone took like some heavy duty pliers and like bent it into submission so that it wouldn't like the locking mechanism wouldn't work anymore. And you, can't, you couldn't turn it anymore. But it's been fixed. But I was like, what the hell here? Like, oh, we're that, just going to start destroying our front door just because we can't get a FedEx package or whatever? Maybe that was somebody trying to break in here. That could have been it, too. But uh, I don't know. It's That's a weird, like, breaking into this kind of a part. Like, it's yeah, this, not worth it. This like, is not a that idea just doesn't breaking seem, into, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I Despite it being the, the, just the centennial of this podcast... I asked our 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 you know our our frequent guest Richard um, if he wanted to be on, and just quickly and confidently he was like, "No, no," <laughs> and that's how little I don't blame him. Fun people get from this pod, specifically Richard, that you could just without a doubt know with utter confidence that you do not want to participate in Dude, it. He's got shit to do. We're going to the Kings game tonight, which uh, that's hockey, right? Yeah, yeah, it's hockey. And honestly, I had, a, I had a thing about this because I went to a Dodgers game this week. And I believe I had a good time at the Dodgers game. I got pretty sauced with my new coworkers, and that's a great team builder, which we're kind of team building on this pod tonight. We've by been going team to the building, you know. <laughs> it's a hundred episodes of just team building. When when will the team building end? Like we're just learning about each other every day. Uh, I was thinking that they should combine baseball and hockey because I'd like it if they took hockey outside. Because I went to a baseball game during the day. It was sunny. It was nice. But I would also like it if baseball players would periodically just throw down. Mm. Yo, imagine this. We take a. Uh, Baseball and hockey and give each other a kiss. A kiss. Yup, and take all of your little kids to the game. Crypto Arena, what a shame. Yo, the fist flying, yeah, I am at the hockey game. No, I'm at the baseball, look at his face all fucked up from the fist that he just got hit with. Oh my God, I love baseball, showing it. Yeah, I love baseball. Yeah, I love to be in the bathroom stall doing a whole ball of that shit, you know I'm raw. I'm about to slide in and steal second base, yeah. 
come on your girl's face, uh, and dance it off a lace. I'm about to slide and I wish that baseball was more violent. I wish he would take a fucking kick to the eyelid. I wish that when he and the umpires fight, and I wish that no one would escape the ring alive, man. Yeah, dude, we should combine baseball and hockey. Uh, really, we should just take hockey outside and and then not play baseball or make make ba- make hockey slower because I like the slowness of baseball. I was getting drunk. I was eating hot dogs. I was fucking hitting on strangers and not really paying attention to the game. But then somebody would hit a home run. I'd be like, yeah, go Dodgers. So I didn't have to pay attention really to participate. So if if in addition to that. Um, there was skating because skating's fun. I like that. I like up so and like down. They would maybe like rollerblade from base to base. <laughs> I, and, I'm not opposed to this. It and, sounds like it might be something cool. And then uh, let's just get some more people punching each other. Every professional sport could benefit from there being uh, a loud violence, you know, in the middle of the game. Like that's. I feel like that is the one thing that hockey really got right and other sports should you know right and that now that the oscars has introduced violence like <laughs> I, I hope that that's something that we can see because it is something that people would, will turn into for yeah i would turn, lo- tune into for i would love it if just fucking uh eminem got on stage and just fucking slapped jack harlow and was like keep uh, Haley's when, when, name. Is, when is that going to happen at the oscars uh, i meant i meant now at the grammys like at other i thought you meant like you wanted other events that are dumb and uh, about like uh, awards to incorporate uh, violence the way that the Oscars did. Right, but I feel like the instead of you should have said MGK and not Jack. I guess either that, way, the reference is a little dated. It's, it definitely, <laughs> it's okay. That is the most I, recent beef that I can think of. But but that was kind of a thing back when uh, Eminem was frequenting the award shows. There, he he was involved in like a couple of different little controversies at award shows but like that's what i'm saying there needs to be more of that because it's just boring regardless and i think that's the point you're trying to make let's let's spice up baseball by adding some elements that are more conducive to fights uh, let me just continue with this this take and say that i don't want to spice it up too much because i want to be able to not have to feel like i'm missing a lot that's the beauty of baseball is that it's not that great and only good things happen. It's fun live. I will say that. Like I've been to a few professional baseball games live, and I've always had a great time at all of them. You know, it's it, pretty much any sport is fun live. Right. Like, it's it's an experience, and and I just don't want to have to like pay like with basketball, for example. They're scoring every two minutes. I bet golf sucks live. Oh yeah. Like. You have to stand, if I'm not mistaken. They don't even have seats. Well, no, I mean it's it's a like the whole this. It's not like it's a like a several mile. Uh, Dude, yo, not only do you have to stand, you have to be quiet, and you have to walk with you, the <laughs> with the athletes <laughs> to the next location or whatever. What the fuck is golf for? That doesn't make any sense. I don't see how that's entertaining in any way. I'm sure that the majority of the golf audience is like golf players' families because there should be nobody there. I don't know, man. My my grandpa watches golf on TV. I mean, yeah, but your your grand your grandpa also like puts on a pot of decaf <laughs> and a pot of regular. Man, I had uh, a pretty dark experience uh, with Easter weekend with my family. I f- I forgot that even happened. I guess that's good pod fodder we could talk about real you, quick. You forgot he was risen. So, <laughs> so like, my grandma uh, has like dementia. 
and whatnot. She's had some some strokes and some some health uh, weirdness. And so she's pretty much just like a, a, a weird, she's got a weird brain in her. Like yeah, she, yeah. Oh, she's repeating herself. She's asking weird questions that have nothing to do with the conversation. And I see this and my f- initial thought is, okay, let's be patient with this sick woman. Everyone in my family like, tre- treats her like she's doing it on purpose to piss them off. Yo, I swear hilarious. to God, it's like like she'll ask a question that we've we just talked about. Yo, yo, I'm sorry. I feel sorry for my grams. Yo, why can't they just understand that her brain? No, it ain't where it was. No, I just gotta have their blood. Oh uh, yeah, I don't recall. Uh, what we just said about baseball or basketball or anything at all and yeah it's appalling that you're not patient with your granny yeah i can't believe that shit this is the person that raised you from a little kid Whoa. but maybe i can fucking get some understanding if they have more experience handling uh yeah so much dementia uh and i forgot to mention uh that his grandma is cool i mean she's fine she let us stay all the time yeah you know she's pretty easy going just don't ask her about questions about you know stuff that you know you just don't ask old people about politics race uh you know stuff like that but anyway um yeah like so she'll, she'll ask a question that you know we've literally just talked about and like my mom and my uncle they'll just be like Mom, what are you talking about? We just said it. Like that kind of tone and attitude. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And there was a point where I, you know, I I had a little liquid courage in me. Oh, hell yeah. And I confronted my grandpa about it because I see it from him too. And I was like, I'm this, the way that people treat grandma is, it sucks. And it sucks to see and... I don't understand why, like, it's obvious that there's something wrong with her brain and there isn't any patience here for it. And I, I like, I laid it all out there How and I was it? like, it hurts me. And then, you know, he was like, he told me, I mean, he was, took it pretty well. He, t- he, he agreed with me and uh, whatnot. I don't think he fully recognized his role in it. He mainly was pushing it more on my mom and my uncle. Oh, yeah. He was like, but, yeah, uh, they suck. Yeah, he was like, oh, I agree with you. Your mom and your uncle are really rude. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, you don't necessarily say anything to defend her when they act like that. Oh, yeah. Doing, <laughs> so, <laughs> doing nothing is part of yeah, the problem. Yeah, it takes yeah. two to tango there. But I don't say anything either. Right, of course. Uh, you know, it's uh, so, I mean, I did say something eventually, <laughs> but it, like, it wasn't while it was happening. Well, and you know what it is? These, uh, these people that have to coexist with her more often than you probably are getting burnt out f- more quickly 100% and and, that, and that's that's the kind of the point i was trying to make yeah if if you if you were, you're constantly dealing with that it would get annoying and your patience would run out i just feel like there's got to be some way to manage that a little better than just literally like there's literally zero patience there isn't right. an ounce of it well no the solution is paying someone to be patient and taking care of her elsewhere in a home away from us. That's the way that you. This is spoken like a man who has truly <laughs> never had any issues with his elderly family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, my elderly family is all dead. And um, Wait, do you even have a grandpa left? No, I have no one. My 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 last grandmother oh, was that a ra- was the last one. Huh? She she was so drunk that uh, she was acting demented, uh, <laughs> but not demented, just blackout and. 
probably if she had lived longer, she would have developed dementia because I think there's a correlation between alcoholism and dementia because you never like get proper sleep. It's and, uh, it's actually more of a hereditary thing. Oh, yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I don't know shit about shit. No, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I thought that there was like lifestyle factors involved in dementia because that's something uh, that I've lifestyle read. Lifestyle factors involved in literally every disease that you can have. Gotcha. But, you know, it's, it doesn't outweigh like someone who has diabetes. If they're genetically inclined to it, that's going to be a bigger factor than whether or not they're eating sugar and fat shit all the time. Gotcha, because other people who aren't genetically inclined can kind of do whatever they want and they still won't develop it. I guess your grandmother probably lived a perfectly healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, she she had to deal with that early secondhand smoke, like before they even introduced... They, before they even introduced filters into cigarettes, and, and that's back when they were advertising it as the cure for what ails you or whatever. So, yeah. so she's definitely had several cancers, which is weird because my, my grandpa, fit as a fiddle, never any cancer, never any consequences he, for his years of smoking. Yeah, yeah, and he just one day was like, I'm done. And he still, yeah, like there was a day where he went on a trip and he realized he had forgotten his cigarettes. And he was like, this is what he told me this on the weekend because we, we, we looked up some old cigarette ads. And he was like, yeah, one day I was on, on a trip and I realized I had forgotten my cigarettes. And I just made the decision to quit right there. I just can't imagine quitting cold turkey when you weren't even living in the filter era. Like, right, and you didn't even think it was bad for you. You just didn't like the dependency on this. No, I think at that point they had learned oh, that it was bad for gotcha. you. Gotcha. There was a, uh, uh, yeah. Um, for me, cigarettes, it... it once you stop like doing it out of like uh, out of being in the environment where it's being done regularly, like it's when you're at a restaurant and people are doing it all the time and you're at clubs and venues and you're like, oh, yeah, this is like a thing that people do. Yo, you realize cigs are disgusting. Uh, yeah, they lead to lack of busting. Uh, because you're probably not thrusting because you're fucking gasping for air. Yo, bitch. I hate these cigs. They affect my dick. No, hate my em. dick, it can no longer get rigid. I smoke oh. too many palmers. I don't know what I'ma do. Yo, my dick hurts. I don't know you. Screw you. Uh, I can't get rigid. No, nope. because I've been hitting too many Virginia slips. Yeah, and they be fucking making me cough. Yeah, and they been making me soft. Speaking of slim, I got a narrow ass dick. You can suck it or you can suck on the cigarette. Suck it. I don't know, man. I think I regret all the cigarettes I smoke. Now my lungs are all shit. Uh, yeah, I'm going on strike. Uh, from chiefing on them lucky strikes. Uh, and I also fucking uh gotta confess that my chest my chest it bursts it hurts every time i hit the work yo i'll be doing dirt what i was saying is that if you're not in that environment anymore where you sort of have become adjusted to the kind of the smell and the taste and and kind of the the dopamine hit of hitting them once you distance yourself a little bit you start to be like oh these smell like shit they taste like shit they make me want to shit and also the people doing them they make me shit. <laughs> the people, the people smoking cigarettes. What is this? A truth.org ad? Remember those old? Remember growing up, where you would see those like trendy ads for like anti-cigarette ads, and it was always like a group of people swarming Times Square. It was like the world's first like flash mob. They'd swarm Times Square with signs that are like "Tobacco Kills" or whatever, and they'd film it and they'd make it into a commercial. And there was one that I really liked where they had a. Uh, a uh, country singer 
that had uh, what's it called a, st- a stigma or what is, yeah. what is it a stoma one of he those a, things yeah. in his throat and he was seeing he had his guitar and he was like you don't always die from tobacco sometimes they just snip out your tongue that dude would have killed it on tiktok right <laughs> and now. i just remember that's like such a disturbing commercial but like you kind of need your shit to be disturbing to actually really have that kind of impact. Right, because how are you going to scare people out of doing the bad behavior? What what failed for truth.org is that they were also trying to be cool. They were like they were taking the disturbing angle, but they were also taking the the youth are standing up against cigarette use. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. are we going to do the my son died in a drunk driving accident ad or are we going to do the say no to drugs? Yeah, 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 exactly. Smoking's for squares. Yep. I mean, that's one of those things where uh, I think smoking is never going to go away, especially in fucking Koreatown. Dude, these Koreans are smoking. It, I don't know why Asians can keep smoking it doesn't make any sense well no it's it doesn't affect them they have like a different their genetic composition makes it so that they can smoke they can chain smoke all day and their lungs turn it into natural oxygen (laughs) in fact it turns it into cleaner oxygen than what we even know i thought that smoking was done i thought people weren't smoking It's safer to smoke a cigarette than to just breathe the air in china (laughs) that's why they all smoke cigarettes it's like a natural gas mask so they're they're only breathing they're only inhaling cigarette smoke in china and it's because of the filter that's in the cigarette it acts as like a little gas mask so they're not inhaling the natural fumes that surround them in like hong kong or whatever understood crazy I mean, place they're in <laughs> i um i first noticed this uh or i i noticed this again recently because i started working in koreatown again and i hit up i'd you like if little oriental kids will make it fun of you i hit up it took that, me a while to get to that i one. hit up that shitty bar that that we've gone to a few times the hms bounty you remember this place yes i do i was sitting at the hms bounty i was like let me a have- nautical theme I was waiting for the uh, for the the traffic to die down, and I was having a beer at the bar, and I was I'm studying Korean on Duolingo on my phone. Wait, why? Because I work in Koreatown now, and, and a lot of the oh. customers are Korean, and I'm like, I want to be like, I want to be like one of these cool videos online where a white dude all of a sudden speaks Chinese, and the Chinese people are like, oh, that's so incredible. Dude, that's like uh, John Cena. There's some amazing videos of John Cena because he learned Mandarin. Oh, he just busts out speaking Chinese. Yeah, he just speaks Mandarin just like that, and it's amazing. So that's my fantasy with this Duolingo thing. Uh, so I'm studying. I'm studying Korean while drinking beer, which doesn't seem to be a good way of learning a thing. Um, but nevertheless, me, the dude next to me, the young lady next to him, and then the other guy next to me are all looking at some type of tech at the bar. And then a boomer ass Generation X having dude over here in the corner is bothered by it, and he's like looking at us, like kind of just not being in the moment at the bar. This is someone that works with you or at a different table, a different guy? The, we're all at the bar. And this guy oh, is like, okay. and the bar kind of goes around the corner. Anyways, this older dude must have been late 40s, early 50s. Eventually. White? Yes, white. Because, oh man, and the entitledness of the behavior that came after. Yo, this entitled ass white man mm. with a collar mm. and a butt light mm. in his hand mm. took a motherfucking mm. goddamn mm. stand. He was like, oh, I'm gonna yell at that man. Uh. I mean, white people are the worst. You were just there quenching your thirst and maybe do a little bit of learning. And yeah, you know, I just wanna fucking learn some Korean in this little bar. But this dude, he wants to come over here and make life hard. This dude 
at the bar took it way too damn far and he fucking left me a scar in mm. my mind mm. yeah i was feeling mm. fine mm. i was about mm. to order a mm. corona mm. and lime i was having a good time at the bar and this guy was like yo i don't believe that you should be learning all these woes no. these words yo that's absurd that you would try to learn why you have a yearning for learning and it's not your turn to learn Korean. Korogale. <laughs> uh, so what was the, what are some choice? Okay, actually finish your story before I ask it. So eventually the guy gets some liquid courage and says, Hey, hey guys, um, look up from your phones. I'm Dave. What's your name? And like points at the dude next to me and like a bunch of fucking idiots. We all rattle off our names as he points to us. And he's like, oh, bummer. basically trying to make the point that we should be in the moment. Oh, and I thought like it was, he was pissed that you were learning another language. No, no, no. It was so like I, that. I come to my own defense and say, well, actually, I'm studying Korean on my phone, which seems like it may be a better use of my time than to, you know, discuss my personal issues with strangers. And that gets a laugh. The people next to me are like, ha ha, this guy rules. Nice. And then the lady, the younger woman that he's with is like, oh, wow, good for you. And we have a little side conversation about whatever. And eventually this old ass fucking salty dude who wishes it was the 80s and we could just drive around and do cocaine and and talk to strangers as if it's fine. We're, it's it's not like that anymore. Like we all have systems in place so that we don't get raped or drugged or locked into weird conversations with people we don't know if they're if it's meant to be we'll match them on an app you know what i'm saying but the funny thing is this dude leaves and we're all like bye it's funny his name was dave and i was like oh i'm dave too um he leaves and after he left i was like that guy fucking sucks right and then the four of us at the bar ended up really bonding over this common enemy, which was this douche who shames people for like looking at their tech in situations where you would just be like staring at football on the TV. You know what I'm saying? Okay, here's how we can make a lot of money off of this. Um, like a team building exercise, much like uh, an escape room. But there's a guy that comes in and is just a douche. And he's almost like a mole. You're in with your team. Yeah. And I guess it can't be a mole because you know your team. So that wouldn't work. But there's a guy and, and there has to be a, a, like a means of where you don't know that this is what's going on. Like they, they insert this dude and you don't think he's there for the reason that he's there for. But he's really just there to piss you off and be annoying. And then when he leaves, that's when the team building starts. Like what happened here? Dude, he unified us. The girl at the bar bought the dude next to me a drink, which I was like, that dude is kind of like the best wingman right now. He fucking... Made us all mad at him, which brought us all together. I learned a, a bunch about the dude next to me. When I left, I was like, I'm going to miss you guys. <laughs> I'll see you on Monday. I said, I said, hopefully we'll all coincidentally end up here again one day. Um, and that probably will never happen again. No, not in a million years. I did go back to that same bar four hours later uh, because I told my girlfriend about it. And she was like, let's go there. And I was like, all right, let's go there. And I got like fucking 15 Bud Lights for $2. It was like super cheap. And I got a tuna sandwich. Not good. Oh, I Bat mean, it's not my, it wouldn't be my go-to bar food, know, a tuna I sandwich. Dude, I, just, I feel like uh, the, like wet fish and booze don't mix. I know, I know. I just, I was, I was had a, a hankering for tuna 
I could and see like a fried fish thing. The that, fri- could, that could be good. The fries weren't good either, honestly. The like the whole order, I was just like, this is fine. You know, I'm drunk, but at the end of the day, oh, big win. My work has a parking pass, so I get to park at the garage near this bar for free after hours. Boom. That's it, pretty dope. It was totally sick. Yeah. There's a, uh, yeah. That's like really co- cool because if we ever have to go to any event that's within like maybe a half mile, a, half a mile yeah, of that go. place, we can, or yeah, maybe a mile. Well, yeah. I they, guess I would walk a mile. There's a couple like cool places right there. I would walk 500 miles. Uh, that makes sense. And I would walk 500 more. Uh, to be with you? To be the man who walked a thousand miles <laughs> to show up at your door. Uh, Surrender! Uh, Moody by Piper Beats, Voodoo by D I M A, and that was the last one was Joker by Balance Cooper. How about this? Let me um, not to cut you off. No, go ahead. I've been to. I've been talking. Let's just hit him with the Chris real quick. Okay, yeah. I'll be right back. Beats about to go. J K. Uh, we ain't gonna hit him with the Chris today. We gonna fucking spit, spit. Yeah, before we uh, leave the podcast for a brick, a break. Uh, Hit him with the Chris. Yo, sometimes that can be hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Because I wish that I could piss. Uh, Right this fucking second. That's my excuse. It's because my bladder is full. Yeah, I got to get the juice loose. I wish that I could go and poop out of my caboose. But I don't have to poop. I got to pee. And that's the truth. Uh, Throw up the deuce just so I can... Go and drop a deuce, uh, yeah, fat as a moose, uh, that's the size of my turds, bitch. Speaking of the truth, I definitely need another truly ingested in me. I'm gonna put it inside my liver, and next thing you know, I'm a taker, not a giver. Giver? I just met her. All right, well, maybe should we hit him again? I'll be right back. David was showing me pictures of people's uh, uh, pimples getting popped over the uh, break, and and it brings up a good topic. Uh, I have a, a zit in like the corner of the my nose, you know that ridge oh. where, where your nostril meets your lip. Dude, I'm so sorry. And that's like um, that's like the only place I get zits anymore. Weird. Now that I think about it, I don't like like you know you're in high school, you get zits all over your fucking face. Yeah. But then when you become an old ass man. You still get zits, but they 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 no longer appear in in like the in just regular run of the mill places. They're only in weird, annoying places. Like uh, the top spot is the corner of my nose, the ridge of the nose where it meets the lip, and that's a very annoying spot. It's still better than inside the nasal. Inside. Sometimes I'll get them in the nasal. That's brutal. That is probably number three on the list. I would say number two on the list is like in the corner of your mouth. And it looks like a herpes yeah, sore, yeah, yeah. but you're like, no, guys, I swear it's just a zit. No, no, it's I, because I sleep with my mouth open and occasionally drool yeah. and let it dry and it gets gross or whatever. I assume that's why. Uh, so it's like I just had this observation where it's like I just have the shittiest zits now, yeah. but not a lot. I got like maybe one. once a month, I'll just get a shitty zit in the shittiest place possible, but I never get a zit anywhere that you, isn't shitty. It's you, always only just in a shitty place now. It's either the corner of my mouth or the corner of my nose or inside my nose. I don't know what it is. Do you pop it? Yes. But I mean, it's not at that point, it's not really a pop. The, the ones that 
are poppable are the ones that really haven't turned into whiteheads yet. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Once well, they're white, white, you're just basically pushing them out. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I got one. Uh, I got one on the eyelid, dude. That's pretty wild. And it wasn't. I, at first, I was like, "Oh my god, I have a, a sty." Um, and it wasn't a sty. It was just like a, a little whitehead. I just pushed yeah. it out. It's nice. Um. I think I've gotten one on my eyelid before. The eyelid was weird. I don't really fully understand how that works. It's kind of bizarre because even after you pop it, there's still like that irritated lump of tissue that's you, on your you, eyelid and you can feel it. It's like harder than the rest of the, the yeah. loose ass eyelid skin. And you feel the pressure still. Like the the feeling isn't fully relieved immediately after. It takes some time for it to settle. Eyelid skin is a different vibe. Like what would happen? Like could you make I feel like you can make like a tram- trampoline out of the skin of No, the, yeah. Like uh, if you sewed a bunch of eyelids together, I bet that would be bouncy. And also armpit skin. Like you ever get uh, uh like well, ingrown hairs in your armpit? Those you can never pop because it's like that as soon as you get try to pressure it, then it like wrinkles and then like it's never really you can never really fully get it. You know what I'm saying? That my old high school chum went through a period of shaving his armpits. That's tough because then you get then you then they're gonna be all sticky. That's what you, I feel. Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand it. My armpits are the most disgusting thing about me, in my opinion. I mean, I know that there are many disgusting things about me, but I mean, you should see my armpits. That <laughs> that that. Well, no, I mean, armpits are naturally one of the more disgusting yeah. parts of the human body. So. Well, here's the thing: for some reason, and obviously, it must have something to do with my race. Uh, my armpits are just like a disgusting gray. Like I see white people with just normal colored armpits. Like they're just armpits. You're talking but, about the hair or the skin? Like the skin between, like underneath my Your skin is gray. My skin is like it's not regular brown. It's like gray in my armpits. That is super weird. Can we can we get a? I mean, a, look. Let's take a look here. Well, I'm seeing like some stretch marks on okay, the pits. Okay, well, I mean that's. I, it's like I tell you, oh, I, I'm I'm self conscious about my smile. It's like, oh yeah, well your teeth are yellow too. Like the that's a. Are you di- sure you're not just looking at the stretch marks? No, that- I'm not looking at the stretch marks. It's just gray. The point is, you've got I, some ashy armpits. They're I try to clean them and I try to. No, uh, I, I, I think your your armpits are fine. I can't. I think you. This is another one of your like psychosomatic weird insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. One time, I was wearing a tank top, mm-hmm. and this lady mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was giving me top Whoa. paid attention to my arm pot, my armpit, and it made her sick. Yo, I can't believe I'm blowing this dude with some gray ass armpits. That is not cool. How did I get to this position in life where I'm blowing this dude whose armpits aren't like? She was like, Oh my God, Dave, I would love to hang with you all day, but. Your armpits, I must say, mm-hmm. they are super disgusting to me. Oh. Yeah, I can't understand. It's not gray hairs, it's gray skin. You wouldn't expect that from him. Oh. Yeah, he's a young man. He shouldn't be deteriorating. Oh. But my God, his skin I'm hating. Yeah, my armpits, they gon' deteriorate. The closer I get to 58. Damn. Uh, and start to get demented. I resent it. No, it, maybe you're decomposing. It was like, angel, like a corpse. It was angel. She wasn't giving me top. She was um, <laughs> she was staying with us when we had COVID, and I was wearing a tank top, and I had like my hands on top of my head or something. Yeah, and she was like, "Ew!" Or she she said <laughs> something super fucking brutal, and I was like, "Jesus, all right, I'm sorry, I'm gross," which was so weird because she was like a laid back, like accepting, tolerant person. 
Um, You'd think. Disappointed me. You should hear her opinion on the Armenians. Right, and her and her uh, beliefs. You know what? Something that bothers me, I hear people uh, who have said, the th- have you ever heard this? Uh, oh, I respect people's beliefs like in regards to like religion and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like one like, of those dumb things that people say that doesn't need to be said. Yeah, yeah. I, I respect people's beliefs. Cool, man. Well, here's, here's my take on that. You don't. If I respected your beliefs, I'd believe them. Not necessarily. No. If I... That just means that you're not a dick about it. No. that you respect that, someone's beliefs. I don't respect your beliefs. I tolerate your beliefs. Oh, yeah. You're, it's more like you respect the person not to be a dick about it. Because you still are going to be a dick about the belief afterwards when they leave the room. Right. So technically, absolutely. you don't respect the belief. I, I don't respect your beliefs at all. If I respected them, I would believe them. <laughs> I respect you enough to tolerate this bullshit about you. It's like how girls... Yes, but, but the... The the word that is important in that phrase is the your. I respect your belief. So you are making it a little more personal to the person that sure. you're dealing with. So one could argue that, yeah, you are... If you're not shitting on the person actively for their beliefs, you are respecting their beliefs, even if as soon as they leave the room, you do start shitting on them. Gotcha. That was one of the things that I wrote down for this week. <laughs> it literally says on here... <laughs> If I respected your beliefs, I'd believe them. Well, it's funny because one of the things I wrote down this week was weird zits on your face, like <laughs> how I'm old and now the zits are in bad places. Uh, did we we talked about um, earlier about cigarettes making you shit, and that kind of um, brings it to another thing that I wrote down. How about this? We're burning candles right now. We recently uh, got candles for the apartment. It's a fun thing. And I like to light one after shitting, but I also don't like people knowing that I just shat. Like I like to I like to hide that I shat. And so, so to hide a to age hide old tradition, man. So, so to hide the fact that I just shit, I light a candle. But then the candle brings attention to the fact that I just shit. Well no, I think what you're supposed to do is you light the candle when you go into shit. Oh. And then when you finish shitting, you, you blow, blow it blow out. it out. And then there's that smoke that is created helps mask the smell of your shit, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. I could be wrong. I uh, I didn't grow up doing the candle shit thing. No, but, me neither. But my, my excuse me, burping today. My grandpa has had probably the same candle in in their bathroom for the last twenty years. Twenty and, years. <laughs> I mean, if you only use a candle when you're shitting, I, I'd burn out a candle in one day. I, oh, I got okay. a yeah, fucked up digestive system. My bowels. Now that are... you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just one of those things where I feel this weird. It's similar to the armpit thing. I'm like self-conscious about other people's perception of me. It's the same thing that's been happening to me at work because I no longer have to wear a goofy ass retail uniform. I'm, I get to wear whatever I want as long as it's like professional and looks decent. Um, I'm paranoid about wearing the same clothes uh, because I don't see the same people every day. So I'm going to come in maybe two or three times a week and so you might have not seen me Thursday. You saw me Wednesday wearing a fit. On Friday, I'm wearing what I wore Wednesday. You have a uniform. No, not anymore. Now I'm just wearing button-ups and T-shirts and jeans. And yeah, There's nothing on your shirt that says like Verizon. Nothing. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm just like an independent contractor type shit now. And now I'm just like self-conscious because I'm like, fuck. I wore these clothes Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I went to a different store. Well, no, yeah. You shouldn't wear the same outfit in the same week. That's insane. That's not insane. Yeah, dude. That's fucking... That's fucked up. How about this? I wore the same outfit 
Wednesday, Thursday because I was indifferent. I just know I know you personally have enough fits to fill at least two weeks of outfits. You know what I mean? Not work, not work fits. I probably have five days, unless I'm real bloated. Honestly, some of those some of those clothes get close to have too many too many fucking McChickens the night before. I might not fit into the right fit. Yo, how about this? I got the McChicken. Added the fucking bacon and the cheddar cheese. Damn. Uh, and also I got on my knees. Damn. Uh, right before I'm about to sneeze. I got the McChicken and the cheddar bacon and I put it in the oven so you know it's bacon. I'ma eat it and then uh, I was thinking I might have a fucking something to drink in. Uh. Yo, let me get the large DP. Dr. Pepper, yeah, baby, uh, you feel me? Feel me. Uh, let me get that curbside pickup. Uh, I'ma drink, drink till I get hiccups. I love Dr. Pepper, but if you're my grandpa, you drink Dr. Thunder. And Whoa. that shit is awesome. Yo, you go to Walmart and you buy a case, but not of the big cans, the ones that are only half. Damn. Dr. Thunder. Oh, yeah, I like that. The little airplane can. Yeah, a little airplane can. is that what no i mean they airplanes use full cans don't they or they switch well no i just the those little cans i more frequently see on airplanes really i i i feel like i only see them at like little league games that might you know all those little league games i go to <laughs> but um uh, you know what let me just real quick i we were talking about uh, uh no, people noticing that you wore the same clothes multiple times i feel a similar paranoia wearing the same outfit in too many Instagram posts. I'm like, shit, I'm wearing the same goddamn shirt in three posts. These people think that I'm a fucking goodwill-ass fucking person. We're already knee-deep, Richard. Rich, you should join us. Come on, man. Richard, this is full. Join us for the second half. Richard, take this back. I do really appreciate the gesture, but I do have a full truly. You could grab it as well. (laughs) Richard just gave us trulys, and we have Richard, sit down for a little bit. Come Come on, on, let's do it. Just join the pod. We're talking about, uh, what what was it we're talking about? About being paranoid that people are going to notice you're wearing the same goddamn shit over and over again. You ever wear the same shirt more than once to work, and then like... Well, no, that's why I don't want to wear unique clothes, because... They're they stand out oh, more. Oh, so, so like, like your Eminem jacket. Yeah. You don't want to. <laughs> if I'm just wearing a plain black T-shirt, you can't really tell whether I it's the same T-shirt or not. It's a new fit, basically. Um, I, I if you wear clothes that stand out, it's like, all right, I wore that on, especially on the internet. On the internet, it's like there permanently. Dude, it's like this, fuck. This, this is like your eating disorder, man. You have a <laughs> you have a social clothing disorder too. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucked up. I, here's the thing. I wish I could split the difference between your overly conscious uh, and you're uh, not giving cause, a fuck. Because yeah, because I will wear the same clothes. I will sleep in clothes and wear them yeah, the next yeah. day. That's ridiculous. And it's like, whoa, what have I done here? <laughs> Cheers, um, cheers Rich. Do you know what? I I mentioned to the people earlier that I asked you to be on here and that you just immediately were like, no. Well, yeah. no, we, he's come around at this point, you know. Yeah, he, he heard he, us he, actually, fun. he had some important shit to get done, and now he's got it done, and we stiff-armed him by talking about a topic that's close to his heart, which is wearing clothes. Oh, hell so, yeah. <laughs> dude wears clothes. He's wearing... I, I love clothes. Well, he's technically yeah, not wearing pants right now. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I, I love that. That's good that's, for you. I love clothes for the fact that you can take them off. Whoa. Oh, sexy. Yeah. Dude. I can't find pussy anywhere. Hell yeah. It's been a while. Uh, well, I just, I do think that it's best to have, like, the, the great people of our time, 
like the Steve Jobs and the, the who, I don't yeah, can't think of anyone I, else. He's he's gonna. I, I'm pretty sure Steve Jobs has, has been wearing the same clothes for the last uh, I don't know <laughs> ten like years. ten years. <laughs> I just I I love successful people who have like minimalist wardrobes. That just is so great, uh, and I want to mimic that. Yo, somehow. do you think Steve Jobs was buried in his iconic jeans and black sweater? He must have been. I feel Why like that. Not? That has to be where what he was buried in, <laughs> yeah, right? No, one hundred percent. Dude, off his glasses. Some though? of those photos of his final days, he does not look good. Man. No, I haven't. Seen, oh my like, god, I'm pull, gonna pull it up, it up bro. Right look now. up like final days of Steve Jobs. Uh, but I heard that like he, the reason why he died was because he was just like, yeah, I'll just I'm just gonna eat avocados instead of getting cancer treatment or something like that. Well, I, I'm talking be, out of my ass. No, no, that's what I've heard. And to be fair, I don't think that his. Oh yeah, yeah he was scrawny as shit, y'all, dude. Yeah, kind of depressing, right? Yeah, definitely depressing. I mean, it's just it's it must have to do. I wonder if his family was patient with him in his final days. Be like, I I'm created the iPod. We know. <laughs> he probably he probably wasn't like constantly forgetting shit. He was just dying of cancer. You know what I'm saying? That, that might be a symptom of dying of cancer. You know. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it, you forget you're dying of cancer. Uh, Mr. Jobs spent his final weeks. Uh, in tight control of his choices, he invited a close friend, the physician Dean Ornish. I never saw any of the uh, Steve Jobs movies. They made two of them for some reason. But did they ever show like Ashton Kutcher or uh, Benedict? Was it Benedict Cumberbatch? No, it was the other guy. I can't remember his name. But uh, did they ever show Ashton Kutcher in cancer mode? Or did they leave that part of the movie out? Did they leave Steve Jobs? Have you seen any of the? I've I've seen the I've seen the Ashton Kutcher one, and I don't remember cancer. Okay. I just remember uh, it ending with like. The iPhone. I think that's how it ended. Wait, he was wasn't Steve Jobs still alive when Ashton Kutcher made that movie? Maybe. No. They, yeah, I mean, the maybe. First, I can't no, remember. No, no, no. I, he might have been. No, Richard. It could have been. Uh, he could have still been alive. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I. The, usually when people usually they, they wait till after people die to make the movie. Right. Usually after a person dies is when they make a movie, not when they're alive. Although I will admit it happens every now and then. Sometimes you get a Billie Eilish or a Justin Bieber or a Katy Perry Whoa. document. That shit's retarded. Yo, and that job shit started uh, in 2013, two years after we lost my man Steve. So thank God. Oh my goodness, so that was how it goes. Yeah, RIP to Steve Jobs, I don't know. I used to have an iPod, but I got rid of it once I got a smartphone. Oh my God. Yo, I don't need an iPod anymore. Cause now I got an iPhone and a whore. And I'm about to go fucking throw her on the floor and play some music while I do it. Honestly, the iPod touch was pretty cool, but at the end of the day, I was a fool for thinking that that shit would be sustainable. You got your smartphone with Spotify in full control. Yeah, I mean, the iPhone or the iPad, the iPod came before the smartphone existed. And also, nobody was like really thinking about how you could consolidate all of these fucking things into one thing. Like, it's crazy how people are like, uh, you're, you stop looking at your phone. And it's like, this is my life. Yeah. My, a big portion of my brain is in this device. I'm outsourcing so much of myself into this. I'm not obsessed with my phone. Yeah, my that, phone is me. That guy at the bar was obviously a total boomer. Yeah, the, sure. exactly. And you know what? There is this, uh, there is this misconception with, that generation uh, who isn't embracing technology, which is only some of them. And they're like, I, I do understand that there needs to be moderation, like what I should do 
with the McDonald's. I'm getting there. But with these phones, it's 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 um it's 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 so vital in you being successful and effective in modern society. Like like literally you're you're gonna get places quicker. You're gonna waste less time by doing research and contacting like businesses before you just pull up. Like I can just be a more effective human by using my phone as a tool. And There's, here's and here's my piece relative to my trip over to see my grandparents is that they are very like if I even dare to glance down at my phone i will hear a comment from mainly my grandma there he goes again my grandpa is a little more reserved about it he under he's a little more in knowing of the changing of the times like he got a smartphone he yeah. doesn't know how to use it but at least he wasn't too scared to get one you yeah. know like so uh there's that and if if like i'll be like reading something on reddit or something and my grandma will be reading a book and she'll be like uh, I can't well, look at you looking at your phone all the time or something like that. You really like that phone, some comment like that. And I'm like, well, you really like that book. What's the difference here? The only difference is I'm looking at content that I have control over. You're, you have to look at that book. Yeah. You only have that book. You've got a stack of other books you could look up. But, uh, but literally, if I want to read your book, I could probably find it on my phone and start reading your book right now. Yeah. And, and, every, then, and then who's the boss? And every other a, book that that author has ever written. Yeah. There's a great simula similar like aspect to all this with uh how uh elon musk is developing his new gear with the Neuralink. it's basically oh. the step up from an iphone because if you think like in if you wanted information you go to the library you do research and shit mm -hmm. you get all this information from all this information that is in this present in this library you have to go obtain it when then when the phone came out or laptop or computers you can surf that information and then your iphone is so much more convenient because it's right in your lap well, the, the neural link is basically your brain going straight to the internet. No, yeah, it's basically that you're skipping a step. Like when you think it out, it's it's interacting with the, your software. So no, no, I I understand so 100 what you're it's saying. Just an, it's just an iPhone that's just next level, yo. But it's gonna be it's built command, in. The command center is gonna be in your brain. Already. Yeah, they're just trying to like connect your biology with. I mean, obviously, it's called the singularity. You know, he's that, way ahead of times. So. I mean, that shit is. Definitely sick. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, Black Mirror has sort of, uh, like, in a way, it's made us scared to to progress. Like, if if you're if you're one of those people that watches Black Mirror and and takes it to heart and wants to uh, judge the way that you live your life and are scared of things, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm obviously being hyperbolic here, but when when all these ideas about technology are presented to us, where uh, hey, this is what could go wrong, and we don't see the ideas of what could go right with it. It's all just the wrongness of it. Yeah, it, it kind of puts us in a weird, it's, scared place. It's a, many of the, like the really smart people. That's their biggest fear is AI. I don't, you know, like, I don't want to put something in my brain. People misusing AI. That well, is no, why it, it, these smart people are jumping ahead of the game, and they're like, no. While we make it, we have to be observing how we can critique it to think not, about think it's going to happen. No think about what. how difficult it is to uh, create balance within your fucking brain by like not overusing certain social media that is extremely addicting or like porn or just Reddit and or anything in general on your phone. Like how often you have to like n catch yourself using your phone in a way that is unhealthy Imagine that being stuck in your fucking head. Like I wouldn't be able necessarily to control that eventually. I'd have to I like I need to be able to say, 
all right, I need to shut the phone off right now and fucking go outside and not really have. Because, yo, if I had TikTok uh-huh. in my brain all the time, I'd have a big cock yep. constantly. And when I wouldn't be able to sleep every night, I wouldn't be able to say a peep. I got oh. TikTok in my brain and it's driving me insane every time I swipe up. Yeah, something new that's lame, but I love it And it only takes like 13 seconds And then the next swipe up and I'm going wrecking Yo, you better get my attention in the first 10 seconds Or else I'm fucking swiping And I'm going to the next thing And I'm fucking using Nextel Uh. Every single day, yeah, I'm burning up all of my brain cells Nextel on that beat, you know that shit, that shit's legit whoa, whoa. All I do is spit, all I do is look at my phone and shit Yeah, yeah why you doing that, looking at your phone I bet you love that phone, it's your home, you whoa. live in a home Yeah, you live in your phone, yeah, everything you do, you do with your phone, hey Hey, look up from your phone real quick dude. Have a co- that Dude, you have been, you. that's like, that reminds me of the British guy that just walked into your yeah. store And was yeah, like, yeah. you're not that smart, and walked out I'm like, off How come... How come now that you've got this this good job, like people are more disrespectful to you? You you've you've lost the respect of of the general public, even though you've advanced <laughs> in your career. Yeah, well, to be fair, I do see the association that you're trying to build between the two stories. However, this was in a different like this was outside of the workplace. This man is these people are embarrassing you in front of your coworkers <laughs> and <laughs> creating. Creating lifelong disrespect. Uh, How are those coworkers going to look at you in the eye as their manager? You know what's funny is that uh, I the the new store that I, I I you missed this, Richard. I'm working in Koreatown now. I think I told you this, but the people that I'm working adjacent to aren't my coworkers. They're in they're in retail, and I'm in the in the business channel. So I just kind of like get there. At, at like you're working in the same room as them, though. Right, but none of them are my boss, and none of them are. Are you their boss? I'm. I'm technically at the level of their boss, but I'm not their boss. Like they're just we're partners, or that's what they. That's how they refer to it. So like nobody there can. I, I feel like we're really digging into the semantics of the term yeah, yeah. coworker here. When I feel like coworker was a pretty good word to use. No, no. What I was trying to, I, sorry, I was trying to get to this because of an issue that I had this week, and that's why I'm getting into the semantics. One of the assistant managers there, who is technically beneath, I'm anti-semantic. <laughs> sorry, keep going. I couldn't let that one. No, no, that rules. Thank you. Uh, one of these dudes who's technically beneath me on paper um, was like asking my boss who was visiting about like what I'm supposed to be doing. And she was like, uh, you don't need to worry about that. He is going to do whatever his role I is. I like that. And She's threatened by you. She literally, she literally like, told- so why is he here? Really? I'm just curious. No, no, I'm just, I'm just asking, you know, dude, it rules because I literally can just get there at noon and fucking leave at four. And then half of the job just happens from home. They bought me a fucking computer. I'm about to be. You have that computer yet? Is so it cool? I'm gonna go to Pasadena and pick it up on Monday. It's a Dell. All right, that's a good yeah, brand. Should. I mean, yeah, as far I, as if it's not bad, not good. No, yeah. no. I, 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 I read the, I read the description. It's like an, uh, it's a, it looks like a pretty good computer. Um, it could probably run GTA Five yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> Dude, what sucks is that I have to um, grab the phone in the morning and like 
call 25 strangers why and because that's part of the part of the gig i literally have to just pick up the phone oh, i like, meant specifically tomorrow morning that was something you had to do no monday monday oh. morning i have to pick up the phone and be like hi uh is this tom tom how are you this is david with verizon wireless business department hey the reason i'm calling it's literally just i'm like wolf of wall street shit and it's just brutal yeah my social anxiety so wouldn't wouldn't let me do that the other day i had to have like a conversation with a guy about uh, a video edit, like revamp, like he wanted me to like pretty much change every edit, and so in my head I'm like, okay, well, I can't do that, uh, so I have to, I I'm like I have to lay down the law for this dude. I'd yeah. Be like, look, if you like, we're gonna have to give this to a different editor or whatever if you want me to change, do all those changes, and in my head I built it up in as this like big deal that was gonna go down, and I'm like, I'm like hyping myself up yeah. i'm like all right we're gonna have this conversation and you're gonna have to lay down the law blah 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 and then the dude was like totally cool about it he recognized that he didn't give me an outline before i started yeah. the edit and he offered me additional money to revamp the edit and i was like like the the, the shit that we do to ourselves sometimes dude i hear in that these scenarios like i was i was like almost having a, a breakdown you're worrying like, about shit that hasn't happened yet yeah, yeah. it's wild yeah, and then yeah. you know it's yeah well I mean, and that's one of those things that i am am sort of looking at and thinking you know what these uh sales and negotiation skills that i'm sort of developing right now i'm hoping are gonna come in handy i'm, I'm gonna start picking up the phone and being like Hey, how are you? Have you heard about Dome with Banfomania? This is a great <laughs> podcast. Subscribe right now and I'll fucking come. I'm, I'm actually trying to get, get a get phone. Listeners for sure, 100%. Dude, that would be wild if you started working the podcast <laughs> in, into your sales. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and if you get this. By oh, just way. so you know, uh, you do get a free subscription to Apple Music with this. And if you want a good recommendation <laughs> for pods. Whoa. Just so you know, there's this one pod, bro. It's got two cool dudes, and they have their own show. Whoa. And they rap every time that a beat drops, yo. But the beats don't always drop, and that's the show, hey. Uh, here's the elevator pitch in 90 seconds, yo. I reckon every fucking, uh, three to four minutes, a beat comes through, and these two dudes kill it. I mean, it's hilarious if you like, uh, the humor that these dudes are spitting. I mean, you might have to have been dropped as a children if you actually think that the shit's amusing, but whatever. Uh, you might have to be autistic or uh, unrealistic mm -hmm. with the way you perceive shit to think that this is humoristic. You might have to have never listened to comedy even once in your life, and you might just see that we're pretty funny and we have this cool comedy show, and you don't know what is funny, you bro. Well, oh, that was a fun little beat. Uh, it ended kind of abruptly. Yeah, true sound by Suda Killer. I like that. Um, I want to hit him with the Chris real quick, but because I, I got a piss. Let me shout out the last three: Smoke Chambers by Lex Factor, Blessings on the Way by Homage Beats, and Outside by OSVMA. OSVMA. You ain't blocked. Right that was an accident. Richard just brought out his brand new custom skateboard uh and i'm not gonna lie i am very impressed he um he obviously went for a theme here it is a naruto deck i don't even know you were a naruto guy it's like one of the animes i, ra I rarely hear you mention um but i like it and and what i'm most impressed by is the fact that you went for the clear grip tape and you put stickers on the on the top of the deck, and then put clear grip. To that. I there like are also stickers for my foot placement. 
I fucking oh my goodness yeah now that I'm looking at that you're right you you've got a reference for if you want to do a kickflip or something oh, I'm yeah. impressed man you know maybe you should start designing boards that could it's be a, a thing it's a nice ass board I recently watched the Tony Hawk documentary on HBO which I've heard good things that's a that's something that hey that's a pre-deceased doc that they made well uh, I, we were talking about that's a, a we were talking about biopics and I will okay. I will say that I did in I started talking about Billie Eilish and Justin Bieber they, those, those are those docs. were docs yeah, yeah. I was uh, I you think know, that getting the, my wires crossed I think the docs happen pre-mortem due to the massive success and achievement right of those there's people. there's an interest in them so why not make a document exactly yeah, I, yeah. That. I got nothing against what, that what about uh I guess I guess it touches on too many characters but what about the myspace movie I didn't see it. You, What's the MySpace? Are you talking movie? about the Facebook movie Ma- about Mark Zuckerberg? You're oh, talking about the Facebook movie. Yeah. Okay, well, that, talking about the social it's, network. It's, that was it's about Mark Zuckerberg. No, but well, it, w- it was also like uh, it's about the was, making of the Facebook. No, but it was also fiction. So, like, so it, what? It, it was no. It's it didn't not. Hold, it didn't hold it, the social it held, network. Yeah, the social network is very loosely based on reality. Oh, so it's not fully true. No, yeah, okay. yeah. Like the the stuff that they say at the end where they have the little the the little uh the text explanations so and so settled for blah do- blah blah. That shit is all true and like the general gist of it is true, but It was really Hollywooded it, up. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I, it's it's wild to me that like I used to really like that movie and I've seen it a bunch of times. But I don't know. Maybe like four years ago, I tried to watch it again. And I was like, "This kind of fucking sucks." Why? I think that I don't like. There. Why would you watch it? That's the real. Well, problem. no, because I <laughs> no, I yeah, also love that movie. But have you seen it recently? I probably haven't watched it since. No, college. There, there's there's. I think that movies we used to fucking like. We used to give movies a little more credence if they had even just remotely something cool and unique to them. But uh, I don't think the Social Network is that good of a movie. At the end of the day, sorry, folks. Uh, that's that's my hot take of the. Well, evening. you know what? I I might try to rewatch it again because I'm sure that uh, my girlfriend might have not seen it or seen it a long time ago, and I could put her through that. Um, I also think that you might have higher standards than me on movies. Sometimes, like I'm often able to. No, dude. We we like. I feel like we regularly. Because I don't have high standards when it comes... I, my favorite movies are bad. You know they're what not, I mean? They're not bad. They're usually... They're bad technically, but they're unique in a way right. that is entertaining. Therefore, they're good I want to see a movie that makes me say at least once, like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, Right, because technically the movie that we watched last night... Um, what was it called? The Signal. I would say that technically... Or, like, if you looked at, like, just cinematically the way it was made, that might have been a bad movie. Um, Yo, I was in Signal Hill, watching the signal off a pill, uh, and I had bad signal in Signal Hill, oh, what a thrill. I'm in Signal Hill, and I just popped a pill, and I got the signal, and it's telling me to kill. So I'm gonna go outside and find myself a gal, and maybe strangle her, and then I'll kill my pal. Yo, I'm about to kill my homie, uh, cause I've been feeling lonely, yeah, uh, yeah, out yeah, the jungle yeah. like a Mowgli, yeah, oh. uh, yeah, puffing a stogie, yeah, jungle book. Yo, take a look at the signal on the TV, yeah, it's turning me into a crook. I took one look at the signal and it made me wanna kill, so I'ma kill yo. Uh, it's abysmal, uh, the way I get affected by the signal. 
uh, drinking a Pilsner. That was a stretch. Yeah, well, uh, Rich, we watched this movie last night called The Signal, which is just about, uh, you know, like this, you know, it's like The Ring. Something appears on the TV, yeah. and then you, you watch it, and it fucking fucks with your brain. Uh, and it's it's like an indie film that I was like, all right, you know, there's some cool things going on here. Because it uh, basically what The Signal does, it's it makes you jump to the worst conclusions possible, like worst case scenarios in your brain, and it like it affects your thoughts. So, uh, like, to me, the, the, the best example of it was, like, in the beginning of the film, there's a guy watching baseball, and he has his baseball bat, and he's swinging it. And because he's watching, it's like a tradition that he watches baseball while swinging his bat or whatever. And a guy next to him who has seen the signal on the TV, quote unquote, thinks that he's swinging at a friend all of a sudden. He's like, yo, you, you or it was his, his wife. wife. He yeah. was like, you almost fucking hit my wife. And he's like, no, I didn't. He's like, you almost fucking hit my wife. And the next line, he was like, you almost fucked my wife. And it was like, there's like this, this, uh, what's the word, this building of jumping to conclusions that yeah, happens yeah. naturally. And then, and then it, like it, you turn, like you have no choice, but to kill the guy. That's Damn. how the, that's how it affects your brain. I just thought that when it came to just the, the overall, uh, plot of the movie, there was no like plot specifically. It's sort of just. It was an indie mess. Yeah, yeah. It, it I'll give you that. It kind of just went all over the place. It, it borrowed from several genres. Right, and if it was a traditional, like, post-apocalyptic, like, disease or, like, uh, movie where uh, anarchy sort of spreads out, you would have sort of had the main characters be consistent, and then they would have gone to resolve the overall issue. Like, they would have gone to the radio station and figured out, like, who's making the... You know what I'm You're saying? Right. Like, they, there there been- was no... They never explained what the origin of the source was, why... Or the signal was, uh, why they why this this uh, this TV broadcast... They didn't even a- stay with the main character or who you thought right, was but, the main character. But that's that's... That's something that happens in movies. They like, you know, it's like those. Uh, remember those Valentine's Day movies? Like so, they had Valentine's Day with yeah, Taylor yeah, Swift, but like, and they like they have different stories are, that those, eventually all intersect. Yeah, but those are, for the most part, non-traditional formats, and also which is what this was. I do also think that it's difficult to be successful in doing those because this movie, even though it was entertaining and I kind of enjoyed just kind of the, the action and the gore, it was also it, funny. It was funny. <laughs> It lost me because I wasn't emotionally invested in anyone specifically after a while. I was like, oh. Well, it's a horror film. You're not allowed to become emotionally invested. <laughs> no, you in sort of do. Like you No, kind of, you don't. They you ki- have to they in ki- a horror film. No, no. yeah. In a, in a horror film, they Most ki- horror films are designed so that you don't get emotionally invested. No, you invested. get emotionally invested with two or three of them. They I kill would, off. I disagree. No, they kill off the jerk offs at the beginning. And then you, you might get emotionally invested in one of them. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like there has to be some type of like desire to see it through. Whereas I, at one point was like, man, I kind of want to go so to bed. Did but they, I want to see the end of this. Did they ever explain what was the signal or no, what was causing it? They don't. Somebody like one of the characters no, kind of pills for sure. One well, of the, no, no. One well, of the there's, characters, there is an actual TV broadcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's affecting the thing. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, it would it, it, it maybe it's, the, just, it's just mixing uppers and downers, bro. That's there what might yeah, there might be an overarching <laughs> allegory for drug abuse or something. I wouldn't be you surprised if you there never was know a, if people are popping pills or using uppers. No, so. Richard, that was not what was happening in the movie. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, I'm talking out of my ass. Completely. Yeah, completely. <laughs> but I will say, um, it was entertaining. 
There was fun action. So I, I definitely enjoyed myself. They kept doing this thing where they would fake you out. Fake you, you out. out like a girl who would eat you out. Whoa. Eat your butt. Yeah, toss your salad. Every day, dance like a ballad. I got a Caesar salad. It's in my pants. And I need you to toss it. I need a chance. Yo, Whoa. if you could toss it like a ball and then lick my balls and give me gall. Uh, toss it. Toss it. Toss it. Yeah. Faucet. 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 Drip. Yeah. Drip it. Drip it. Drip it. Damn. Yo. Sip it. Sip it. Sip it on a truly I bit. got a salad and it needs to get tossed. Yeah. Whoa. I just want to go and go and get lost. Get Whoa. lost in the bro. Get lost in the salad bowl. Oh my God. I'm about to lose all control. Got my salad. Need to get it tossed on my ass, yeah. I'm a fucking boss. What you know, yeah. I'm at a loss. Going out, yeah. I'm about to floss. Yo, if your boy Big Herc, and if you want to avoid getting your salad tossed in prison, well, you know, you just gotta not let it happen. And that's just how it is, Captain. Captain Crunch. <laughs> I'm eating lunch. <laughs> uh, so, I, Alex, have yeah. you heard of this movie, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once? I have heard of that. Um, that's a new one that's out yet. Have you, did you watch it? No, but I heard only great things. It had an 8.9 on IMDb. I'm, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I was going to say, in, in regards to that horror conversation, I watched a very recent horror film that has been making the rounds, X, starring Kid Cudi. Um, oh. And it fucking sucks, Yeah, man. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that <laughs> anything that Kid Cudi is in... No, is. he's usually in decent stuff. I liked his uh, Need for Speed movie that he made with Aaron Paul. He was in um, Don't Look Up, and... Oh, he was. I feel like that kind of sucked. Uh, yeah, well, this movie was absolutely abhorrent, um, but you do get to see Kid Cudi's ass. At oh. the end of the day, though, I'm like, let's see that dick. It's a movie <laughs> It's a movie about pornographers yeah, yeah. that all get murdered in some old house. Spoiler alert. They all die except for the one that you want to die the most. Um, the movie sucks. Don't go watch it. I'm just going to spoil it all right now. So a bunch of porn, porn actors and pornographers, they need a, sp- a place to shoot their next film. Kid Cudi's one of the actors. And then uh, you got the bitch from Glee, Brittany Snow. Um, and then uh, Jenny Ortega, a couple of uh, the Mia Goth, who's like married to uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Um, and they all just go to this cabin or it's like a, a barn. And then they slowly get murdered one by one by the old lady that, okay. that lives in the barn. So the the idea, what fucking disturbed me the most about the film is Kid is, Cudi's ass? No, uh, that was my favorite part of the whole movie. It's funny you get to see his ass once in a blue man on the moon. What's weird is you don't <laughs> see any dick in okay. the movie. Yeah, yeah. For a movie about porn, oh no, you do get to see a dick at one point. Never mind. But it's not like, Kid Cudi's. It's like a bloody dick. Damn, I don't, uh, I don't like that. Here's the thing: the movie had this air of look at how fucked up this movie is because we have these old people in sexual situations. Oh yeah, that's I, I get that. That's kind of a trope. But at, nothing nothing that happened in the film, there's a moment in the in the film where the lead actress is hiding under a bed while two old people are fucking on the bed on top of her. But you don't like see old tits and an old dick or anything. You just see the old man's ass, which is kind of disturbing, but it's not like that is something fucking hor- like horrifying and I'm going to be thinking about this for the rest of my life because this movie is so d- 
fucked up right. kind any, of thing. Any sex being had by people who aren't objectively hot is gross. And and, and and I don't know if you remember in The Shining, there's a scene where Jack Nicholson's character walks in on an old lady, or she's a hot lady, and then she turns into an old hag, and you see her old-ass tits and her old-ass vag as she goes to try and hug him. Ooh. And that disturbed me way more than any of this shit, yeah. and it's just weird that they were trying to hinge it on this movie's disturbing because we're because old people want to fuck. That is so bizarre to me. It wasn't that disturbing. And at the end of the movie, the the cops are like looking over the aftermath of all the murder that went down. And they find the camera of the pornographer that was filming like all the, the porn movies and whatnot. And they're like, what do you think is on it? And the guy's like, probably one fucked up horror movie and then the credits roll and wow. i'm like no this wasn't fucked up this was a run-of-the-mill boring yeah, fucking yeah. horror story yeah, yeah the there was one part that was you didn't you didn't give it your full attention though like you were editing while watching it or did you fully watch it technically but uh this isn't one of those movies that deserves your full it's not like yeah, i was yeah. watching requiem for a dream while editing you yeah, know yeah, yeah. this was a, a horror movie about porn stars yeah I'ma be a star, oh my god, yeah, I know you won't get very far You're gonna go to a motherfucking old barn And get murdered by a lady you knitting with yarn Uh, yeah, a lady knitting With an old fucking lady pussy kitten Uh, yeah, I was really smitten In The Shining, yeah, I'm designing a life Oh my goodness, why would you say this movie's fucked up, man? This wasn't very good Nah, it was lame, in fact, it wasn't all the Most of the gore was implied, my cousin most of the gore was implied, you whore. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. Uh, I'd rather lay on the floor and fucking pour. Truly, uh, again. Yeah, it was very disturbing. Not in the sense that I have a friend who wears a turban. Damn. Uh, and he also tries to act urban all the time. And now I'm swerving. I'm sorry. Uh, acting urban, swerving in the black suburban. Yeah. I'm, I didn't mean to attack you there at the end. <laughs> I didn't know you were talking about me. I thought you yeah, had another I best friend who wore a turban. I've never worn a turban before, so I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, you took off your turban to pod. Today. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, it's on um, the sofa. Right are, there, are there two beats left? Two beats left. Uh, just, just real quick, I wanted to say yeah. there was just uh, one of the other annoying things that you will notice if you watch this movie, people, is that they, for some reason, feel the need to reference other better films in the movie. Oh, my God. Like, the movie starts with the porn actress. It who, screams student movie. Like super. It's, it sounds like yeah. a bunch of kids at college made this movie. There, there were some some cool parts to it, because it is a Ty West film, and he's, he's good, because uh, other films are good. This one just was super bad. Uh, so... Uh, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to fucking say. Uh, they um, referenced other movies. Oh, yes, yes. So at the beginning of the film, the porn star uh, lead actress lady has this moment, this the Mark Wahlberg Boogie Nights moment in front of the, the, the mirror where she's like, you're a fucking sex symbol. You know how Mark Wahlberg is like, you're yeah, a star, yeah. and then he whips his prosthetic dick out? There was that. And then there's also a scene where Jenna Ortega's character is trying to escape from a basement she's locked in, and she takes an axe and hacks through a door and sticks her face through it, like in The Shining. Damn. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, we're referencing the most famous horror film ever made yeah. in our in our in our. That's that is a student film thing. That is yeah, what yeah. like that is what makes it seem like a student film to really show like, your hand like that. Yeah, yeah, that's so fucking lame. Like. Well, it's definitely one of those Get things real. where uh, admiration can, can, if subtle, can be uh, clever and flattering. But 
the moment it is slightly overdone, it is embarrassing and like just one of those things where um, you don't really feel respect for the creator anymore. All this said, the movie was a solid four out of ten. But if we had seen Kid Cudi's dick, it would have been an eight out of ten. Oh, and, and four points! And you would have doubled it. Yeah, that's it. Because I'm like, dude, that's Kid Cudi's wang. I don't know. I got a bad taste in my mouth from the last two from Kid, Kid, Kid Cudi's wang from Kid Cudi's wang and uh, the last feature he did with ASAP, ASAP Forever, and the the song he did with Eminem. Both of those features disappointed me and made me be like fuck kid cuddy i'm done with kid cuddy i'm i yeah i want to i want to talk about his movie career let's let's take a look at kid cuddy in cinema folks because you know scott mascuti has a has a rich history with the film medium um let's Uh, just uh scott i'm trying to i'm oh he goes by kid cuddy on on imdb just so everyone knows but for some reason, in every film he's in, it says Scott Muscovy. It's listed as his government name. Yep. All okay. Right. I'm 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 on the page. So we have X. Obviously, he plays Jackson, which is you know. <sighs> yeah, is that, that's what you were a, talking about right now. Yeah, and um, uh, oh, and he's also um, he's also a Vietnam War vet who turned porn star in the film. Which is kind of funny. Mm. Oh, we got Don't Look Up. That was fine. Crisis. I didn't see Crisis. Don't know that one. It's funny how on IMDb, it's every one of his like acting credits has in parentheses as Scott Muscutty. As Scott Muscutty. As Scott oh, like Muscutty. He's playing himself? Like, well, no, no. It just means that that's what he's credited as. He's oh. not. You know, when the credits roll at the end of the movie, it doesn't say Kid Cuddy. It says Scott Muscutty. Understood. But, but still on IMDb, he goes by Kid Cuddy. Anyway, I don't really care now that I looked up his IMDB. I don't think that this bit is fruitful. I don't give a shit about Kid Cudi. I think we should move on and not discuss his movies he's on. Damn. Oh my god, Kid Cudi, I like you, but let's go and get gone. Yo, Kid Cudi? Really not that funny. Uh, he's getting money. Uh, but his career's muddy. X sucked. Yeah, it had a lot of sex stuff. But at the end of the day, that sucked. I didn't like that movie. Not enough. No, don't look up. Uh. Don't look up from your phone while this movie is playing, bro. Just keep on fucking scrolling and avoid the movie going. I could see if it was only like an hour and a half, but it was like two hours, and that is not a cool fact. And let's get some more violence and shit. Damn. Yeah, uh, violence would keep me entertained also i don't really respect netflix's name yeah, on I, anything i I, I, I just i want to just keep talking about this shitty movie i was just i was pissed that they wanted me to they were trying to bill it as a fucked up horror film and it's like do you know the shit i've seen man yeah, this well, is and it's child's it's, play it's also something and i'm not that, talking about the movie child's play it's also something that is similar in uh, comedy or music where people oh, think yes. where people think they're edgier than they are or where people like think that they're like more intense lyrically than Dude, they are. It's, it's like- even worse in comedy because a comedian will like one of his his or her jokes will bomb and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess you guys aren't ready for the edgy stuff. And you're like, no, that was, no, that was a, a bad joke. Yeah, yeah, joke. Exactly. <laughs> I think what's worse than comedy is musicians. Like how could, so? Like especially with like I don't know. I've been I've been talking a lot with people that like enjoy techno versus EDM or a heavier stuff or like metal versus alternative. Right, rock. right, and and it's, it's some like, people will think that something is very intense, and you're like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, listen to this other shit that is 
insane. But they yeah. can't. They yeah, can't yeah. handle they can't, it exactly, because they're just yeah. like, no, this is nonsense. And like, there's so much pretentious. Well, it just so goes, it's all relative. Well, <laughs> it, it goes to show that so much of like, uh, like any media is in the eye of the beholder. And this is on obviously like a corny take, but like, it's just a matter of uh, each person's journey with content and you kind of becoming desensitized and needing more related videos to make yeah. you fucking fall deeper in the rabbit hole. But also, like, that was another thing that kind of made this movie an enigma of being shitty was that this director, writer, Ty West, has delivered previously so, on is some, this, like, unique is this, stuff. Is This is his newest? Yeah. Okay, so that's it was He weird. has some other films that are really good. So this uh, is a flop. Yeah, so he's well, let got me a, just, Let me say this really quick. I feel like we're probably victims of this. If you listen to earlier on in this podcast, not episode 100, like let's say you listen to episode 10, we probably thought we were way uh, more clever and edgier and funnier than we may be now. And I, I think it's just a matter of like, uh, it, it is weird that this dude was, it, who has like a successful career um, now has a flop because he, I don't know, maybe he let his foot off the gas or something like that. Well, now that I'm looking at his uh, his directorial shit, it does seem like once he got a bag, he started making bad stuff. Okay, well, that's that's common with all art. It's because, like you start phoning it in after you get paid. No, yeah, I'm looking at like his, his early career. He's got some bangers. Like The House of the Devil is a really good horror film. I highly recommend it. And honestly, Cabin Fever 2. I like Cabin Fever 2. Innkeepers is a good one. He had a he had a one of uh, he had a one of the sh the short films in the original VHS was a Ty West. Oh, really? He, he Do you had, know which one? Um, I might probably uh, remember I could it. probably figure it out, but uh, it's not good convo. Um, he also has a short film in the ABCs of Death movie, which oh. fucking banged. Uh, and then, yeah. Pretty much this dude got the bag and started making mainstream horror and it was bad and next thing you know, yo, he became a dad and he's raising tons of kids on his fucking land, uh. Yo, I'm still making content just so I can get paid and hopefully maybe get laid, yeah. uh, yeah. but maybe the yeah. shit isn't that great cause I'm phoning it in. Yeah, I'm so fucking lame. Yeah, his last good shit was called The Sacrament. Whoa. It came out in 2013 and it was mint. Yeah. I love that movie. It's about cult activities. And then he went on to direct Scream, the series. Yo, I love cults. Yeah, I'm in one. Yo, I also need my this son, uh, son to fucking come through. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so in 2013, he directed his last good movie called The Sacrament, which was about, like, a cult, which I liked. I enjoyed that movie. And then he went on, and then after that, his next credit is directing the Scream TV series, which I'm pretty sure was, like, made for MTV. What was this? It was made for... Uh, uh, yeah, MTV. MTV made a, a TV show based on the, the movie Scream, which aren't even that good of a horror. Like, the Scream franchise isn't that good. A lot of people like it and respect it, but Dude, I've never I, when been I that into it. When I think of Scream, I think of Scary Movie. Like, I think of the parody right. of Scream. The parody Same. is better. Yeah. Uh, the only cool aspects of Scream, I like Matthew Lillard because, you know, I grew up watching him as Shaggy, which mm. was kind of cool. Yo, that's hilarious. But uh, that, like... So that was kind of my draw to the Scream movies, but they're not good. Like, it's just a 
I don't know. They're they're good. I I can't say they're bad, but they're not like they don't have rewatch value. It's Correct. just a serial yeah. killer well, wearing a mask or whatever. M- maybe it was something that was impactful at the time that it came out. Whereas now it's just uh, not really important. Well, anymore. yes, at the time it was because it was almost like a parody of a horror film without being a parody because uh, they were they were sort of subverting tropes. It's kind of meta. Yeah, it was kind of a meta movie, which almost makes it unfair for Scream or for Scary Movie to make fun of Scream. Because they're making fun of something that's already sort of making light of tropes. I don't know. Now that I'm talking about it, I feel like it's just because we're living in 2022. And that's why I don't think Scream is very cool. But I bet at the time it was pretty cool. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is stuff just, like, not good if it can't be good for fucking 40 years? Or is it good at one point and, like, that continues to have its place? You know what I'm saying? Like... I probably wouldn't want to sit through the fucking sound of music right now. You know what I'm saying? I'd probably get bored out of my mind, but does that make it no longer good? It probably is. It's still good. It's just I no longer can relate to it. I think, the, the week I before think, I went and visited my grandparents, my mom and my grandmother went and, and saw a high school production of The Sound of Music that was four hours long. Unbelievable. That's that's definitely content for a demented old Im- lady. imagine putting yourself through that torture these my mom grant like my mom doesn't know any of these students like i could see going to this show wait, wait if you, so two old women yes. went and watched strange children two women act and sing almost like, i'm pretty sure my mom is 60 at this point i'm not 100 sure but two women over 60 going to go see the sound of music at a high school and they don't know any of the kids if, there if two men did that it would be very uh, different <laughs> Differently perceived. <laughs> For sure. But two men would never do that. Yeah, Even if they were gay, they'd yeah. be like, I'm going to see it on Broadway. I'm not going to see some <laughs> lame ass fucking high school production of this musical. I'm going to see it done professionally. Yeah, I can't believe your mom and your grandmother did that. That's insane. That is the that is the work of. Are they sober? Uh, dude, it, what's, what, even, was there what's even wilder is that. affiliation with the high school? Oh, I think maybe my mom went to the high school, but it's okay. not like they no one that there, they knew, right. everyone that they knew at that high school is dead now. She's not like sure. legendary alumni. No, She's absolutely. Alumni. They were just alumni. It was, at the end of the day, it's a it's a fun thing to do with your mom, I guess, you know, but but still. Also, like, also Sound of Music has its own like we know it's a great story, but the remakes have been coming along and like the plays and stuff, who can do it better? But even if like some characters can like do a good job at that character, you're like, oh, this person was pretty good. Like, well, and there comes a well, point where I personally do not want to take my elderly mother anywhere uh, where other people can hear her talk. Like, I want to, I want to take her on facts. hikes. You know what I'm saying? Hikes where other people might not hear her say. If, if my mom is in a social situation, odds are she is going to either bring up medical science. Yeah, yeah. Religion yeah, yeah. or race Some or politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those four issues. Let's get her let's, let's get her down by the beach. Seriously, or let's yeah, yeah. let's go to the beach. Yeah, yeah. Let's do or yeah, let's let's, you, let's watch a movie. You can't hear her bullshit over the waves. Seriously. Like <laughs> Oh yeah, man. Like there's there's a point man. where I'm like, these are the activities I can do with my mom. Yeah, we, and, I, and they if, involve if it involves just talking in a in a social setting, I'm not doing no, no, it. The, that the is acti- not an option. Activities that I want to do it. The activities that I want to do with my mom involve isolating her from yes. other people inside. Y'all, y'all got to lay down some ground rules like, hey, you guys start talking about that shit. I'm getting on my phone. 
<laughs> right. As long 100%. as you guys don't talk about those well, four no, things. No, but I've, I've, I've laid no, down. No, she can't. These, she can't no, no, it's it, not going to yeah. happen because it's their personality. <laughs> At a certain point, old people, their personality is what they talk about. Unless unless they have committed to constantly growing and evolving as people, which, yes. you know. It's are, rare. Are, With age, it becomes harder to do. Also, yeah. it's sometimes it's hard when, to get off of that fixation when on a you certain event. But you catch people in better moments, and they don't even think about. That. I 100% agree. Like it, it's, like specifically though, with with old folks, it's it's like easier for them to just default to what they like, know yeah, and exactly, do, yeah. and well, they almost take it as a threat when they see another person that's the same age as them that has made the effort to adapt to society. Like my my grandpa has a brother who's an atheist. And is a professor at a university. And I can only imagine the juxtaposition and the conversations. I've only met this guy once. So that's that's a thing. They, I've, they like, hid him from you? I, that does seem like that's a thing. Like, I only met the guy one time, and it was because we were going to the Grand Canyon oh. for a hike. And we like met. accidentally bumped it into w- him? No, it was kind of that. Like, we we were staying at a, at a, at a casino in between this trip to the grand Canyon. And that was briefly that guy also spent a night at the casino. And then I met this dude and it was wild. I was like, wait, this guy's in my family and he's like a professor and he's an atheist and he knows all this cool shit. He's got a big ass bushy beard. He's been married like six times, but you're keeping him away from me and you've been hiding him from me my entire (laughs) life because he might fucking enlighten me. Right. It was, yeah, it was kind of bizarre, but yeah, it's just funny. That's insane. You've never told me that. Where is the real depravity in that? Uh well it I do it think the six marriages is a little bit weird. What? I do think the six marriages is a little bit weird. Well, you know, well, some people never find was... their truly their true love. Right, know? but you would think and you would sometimes learn... people die. You think you'd learn your lesson with marriage. Well, yeah. Maybe he just doesn't hold the same. Dude, for me, for an old guy, though, the the marriage, I don't know. I I think that there's there's something to be like people even when you think that there's still people our age that are like I want to get married. Like that goes to show that someone even older is going to be more ingrained. 100%. Well, and I I can accept people wanting to do the marriage thing because it might benefit them financially or like you might want to like, you know, trap somebody legally into your life and, <laughs> right. and and feel secure that they're because there is that element of like, all right, I trust you and I love you, but we need to be legally bound for me to really like lay roots down with you so i get that but at the same time if it happened to me three times i feel like three is the max of like if three if if i go through three and none of them are deaths i'm probably gonna say let's not legally let's not get the government involved let's just fucking go at this and 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 uh right take our word as our bond after the third one you might just be like hey let's just live together yeah yeah. because i've had because based on my experience this most likely isn't going to work out also like there is someone in that position like i assume that he doesn't need the financial benefits that marriage provides so why not just forego that whole thing but i don't know let me pee real quick and then we can do the wrap up yeah let me just uh uh, time by Just Dan Beats, Bonkers by Pendleton, uh, Stardust by Louie, and Plastic. Oh, no, it's not Pendleton, dude. That's an autocorrect. It's Pendo 46. Oh, fuck autocorrect, bro. Dude, that's fucking retarded. We're taking uh, swag from our boys. Start, I, you know what? It's funny. Um, I think Pendo 46 uh, produced, um, shit, dude, what's my weed song? Spark Up. 
Oh. Uh, Pendo 46 produced Spark Up, which is on on our YouTube. Go to Banfomania on YouTube and watch Spark Up. That's actually a sick video. I feel like that yeah. video didn't get the the recognition. <laughs> I, whatever. Uh, Stardust by Louie and Plastic by Kyoto. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll be right back. Well, we've had some laughs, and we've had some cries, we've had some frowns, and we've had some smiles. It's episode 100, yo. Oh, no shit. Thanks Congratulations, for guys. tuning in to <laughs> the show. Nah, dude, you didn't want to be on. Yeah, dude. You were when like, I asked you earlier, you were like, nah. Nah, fuck you. Fuck you and your show, you fucking dumb bitches. And I was like, man, this is unnecessary. I care about the quality of your guys' podcast, unlike you guys, so I don't want to bring it down to <laughs> Damn, that's, you're right, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty funny. I got um, strong-armed into... Making their podcast. Yeah, right. well, I mean, you bad. did you did leave your room. So what do you expect? If you're right. like, we're gonna we're Richard gonna on the pod. <laughs> truly, it was the truly. If you, yeah, well, <laughs> hey, they, they, that should be the slogan, I guess. The truly definitely helped. I feel like that was a thing back in the day. Like alcohol companies could get away with using a slogan like. It makes you crazy. Like, <laughs> really capitalizing on the inebriation factor of it. But nowadays, they would never do that. They just say, like, drink responsibly, stuff like that. Yeah. But there would be, it would be just hilarious if some drink company was like, yo, if you want to get fucked, it gets you fucked. You trying to get a turn? Yeah. I finally you know- figured out why Hanneken Zero, like the point, uh, zero point zero, like Hanneken's, they came in handy this week. I'm on antibiotics, so I was like, fuck. Oh, so you ordered non-alcoholic beer just to fit in? Not only just to fit in, because I wanted a beer, like, super bad. I was craving a beer. You were into the taste of it. Yeah. Were they more expensive, or were they, like... No, I think it was the same price, and I was just, like, six bucks a beer. I was like, fuck it. I want to drink a beer, and I can't drink a beer, so I'm going to drink fucking non-alcoholic beer. Interesting. And I was yeah, like, I mean, this is why this was created. My stepdad used to drink alcohol, non-alcoholic beer until he retired. And then he's like, I'm going full alcohol beer. <laughs> but uh, it, it is kind of a weird vibe. I just, like, I get it, and then I don't get it. Uh, well, no, I think it's, it's definitely something that makes sense for people who want to still participate in a sense. Because I think one of the big things of alcohol is the social aspect and holding a bottle of water is just weird. Yeah, I agree. And and you could probably get past it in a situation where. But what about a can of liquid death? A can of liquid death. This episode brought to you. By. Even that, even that. Like when I ever when I ponder, I'm like, all right. Like even tonight when we were going to the game, I was like, am I going to the, go to this game and not drink? No, I'm probably going to drink. And when I was thinking about not drinking, I was like. What could I drink? And I don't really know what I could drink because I can't smuggle my own beverages in there. So I'm sure I would have like gotten like a Slurpee or something. But at the end of the day, I said, I'm going to drink because otherwise you're leaving out this big aspect of the event. And I just don't know what you could do other than drink. That Does anyone would- have like a working weed vape pen? That could be brought. I don't. Uh, I might have my stizzy still. But but we don't have any pods. For I got it. I got a oh, pod. You, you for have sure. a pod. I just don't know if the stizzy. I don't know where the stizzy let's, is. I gotta find it. Let's see if we can find that and charge it because that might be. Yo, you got a stizzy? The battery? No. All right, I'll look for it. Because that might be fun to. I have a regular know, battery. Stiz. I just don't have a. I don't have a cart. 
Although, I was toying with the idea of I trying got some to some edibles for you. <laughs> I'll eat an edible. We yeah. have we have plenty of time to go purpose. get a car. Well, I, I, mean, well, I was also thinking of just uh, smuggling in booze, but I don't know what like the crypto stadium is like. With it's their probably security. it's probably not easy. Well, like, I could, mean, could I just hide two little airplane bottles of booze under my nuts and bring that in? I don't Most likely, I don't think they pat you down. Yeah. No, they do pat you down, but like they don't grab your nuts. I know that. I'm right, but like, oh well, yeah, they'll they'll let you bring a vape but in for I'm sure. A, I'm gonna smuggle it here. No, they won't. What? The last stadium I went, they took it. They took your your yeah, vape. You can't smoke in there. When I went to Dodger oh, Stadium, I took it out of my pockets and like just like held it, like you know how you put it oh, on those little shit. things. Oh shit! And they're like, no, no tobacco. When I went to Dodger Stadium, they didn't even pat me down. I just went through the um uh what's it called the metal detector. Man, that's weird. You go okay. through the metal detector and that's it. Huh, I was thinking about bringing my vape, but now I'm worried. Yeah, I just put it down. Yeah, you put it in your nuts. No, I don't even go that far. I just put it right on the on your belt line. Okay, so like then, holster. so in in theory, though, that means that I could also put a couple airplane yeah, bottles could, of booze totally. in there. All right, That's well. where I would smuggle the fucking vape. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they if they pop you, are they gonna make you fucking turn around and leave? Is that a thing? You know, like are they good? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would be weird if they're like, "Well, now you can't watch the game." No, that's when you say, "No, this is travel size. I can do this." And they're it's like, "No, no, no, you can't do that." I'm like, "Oh, okay." My bad. <laughs> Even though, it, oh, but it's travel size. I always just travel with belongings in my nuts. <laughs> it's not because I'm being sneaky. <laughs> I think in the nuts you'll probably be fine. Uh, what do you think? You guys got? If I had a nickel for every time I heard that phrase. You guys got anything else you wanna you wanna fucking hmm. jam in here? I'm trying to think if there was anything else that happened to me during Easter that was remotely interesting. It's just just weird family bullshit. Yeah, that shit's rough, dude. I'm I ignored Easter this year. I actually like had a weird conversation with my aunt where I was like, I don't give a shit about this holiday <laughs> and she was like, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I remember a weird thing now. Okay. I wanna, uh, oh, okay. This was a good conversation he had. I, I was there for it. <laughs> oh, you were. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, no, I, I was just. I thought. The, yeah. Sorry. Go on. My aunt developed some illness last year and refound her her uh, religion as a, like a means of like coping with death. Basically, she's like, oh, I might die. Therefore, I need to believe in God now. Like like prison religion. Exactly. It's like. I'm gonna just. Smoke. I'm here. Let's, yeah, I'm let's gonna figure s- out a way to no. make it better. I'm no. gonna I'm gonna smoke cigarettes and be an alcoholic and and do whatever I want my whole life and be a shitty person. But now Whoa. that I might die, yeah, I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna re yeah. But as a person, she's not good. <laughs> she's technically a bad person, but she's I like her. You heard it here this, first, this folks. Is- this, I have a question for Alex after you tell the story. Okay, okay. well, anyway, relates to it. She now rekindled her relationship with Christ and got rebaptized or whatever. So now she believes in Jesus apparently, um, but doesn't do anything differently. Like lives her life in the exact same way. Anyways, um, but then I mean, she that's, was. That's my plan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're. What are you taught? Like I'm gonna <laughs> on my deathbed. I'm going to rededicate my life to Christ. And <laughs> everything will be fine. And then hope that you get away. She was like. Christ is risen. And I was like, again? Indeed, he is risen. Again. I think they say he is risen indeed. Yes. Richard. <laughs> oh, no, they You're say not Catholic. It's the, in Catholic, they say indeed, indeed he is, is risen. risen. No, they don't. Yeah. They do. Bullshit. I text at least three or four different people. It's I'm gonna he need, is risen indeed. I no, swear, indeed, like, he is risen. You're saying that 
the Protestant Christian made it a point to change that one <laughs> tiny did. little they thing just everything. to be. Well, someone's not getting saved because who's, of the semantics. Who's first? Who's first? Who's on second? Uh, Whoa! I don't know who's on third. Da, 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 Here's the thing, da, 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 and I told I I made the again joke to my aunt, and she was like, didn't laugh, <laughs> and then I was like. She was like, what did you do for Easter? I was like, nothing. I just, I did nothing. And then eventually she just, being a fucking old lady, just sucked it out of me. And I was like, I don't, I don't, graphic. I don't believe in this fucking holiday. Like, this doesn't matter to me. I don't believe in Jesus. It sounds made like a made up fairy tale. And I felt bad after the, yeah, you you don't really want to ever get to that point. So, that being said, with his story, yeah, how do you feel about God in the re- in the religious aspect of Christians and Catholics? How like the thief that stole uh, heaven? You Catholics know, you, or Christians, Richard? Both of them, Christians, right? Wait, you wait, you wait, said wait, Christians continue, and Catholics. Continue your, continue your question. But uh, so they have this idea that God will forgive you on your deathbed if you ask for forgiveness, yes. no matter what. Yes. And so if you're truly sorry for all your sins, and He'll forgive you, you go straight to heaven. Now, how does that? make god when he'll have someone die in an accident when they weren't prepared uh-huh is that like psychotic of like a, a deity to do that like hey i know when everyone's gonna die some people will have a chance to turn their color but other people i'm just gonna no no your well, chances I, are gone well i think the, the the premise here is that they're they're turning their colors at the end as like a i they they want to live their whole life without that religious influence and then when they're finally old and on their deathbed they're like oh i'm scared now so that's why i'm doing it so i don't think it necessarily relates to people who are just driving and then get hit because no there's no the the people who are in it maybe maybe if they get hit by the car and and then there's like a few moments before they die and they're scared and they're like oh my god i'm gonna die and then that's when they dedicate it but i get the aspect of the person i'm talking about the aspect of god when you're trying to explain a God that will give that leeway, will give that ability for people to do that, like sin their whole life, and then that last second, they can change their colors. They can get... Well, even... even like you could be a murderer your whole life, and then at the end, if you're truly sorry, you go straight to heaven. To that wow. same point, you could have accepted Jesus Christ into your life and then become a murderer and deny and and like not be a christian anymore but because you accepted him that one time you're saved for life that's also See, like you're uh, locked in so that's lo- that's a huge difference between no no but you would you were ne- you were never actually saved <laughs> yeah that's that's, that's what people might say but i mean who's to say I, who's actually saved you know right no one because it's all made up and it's retarded no, no. <laughs> i just i just i just feel it's very very crazy to think that a god will have the power to to predestine everyone's lives but some people can ask for forgiveness. Some people can't because you're right. Yeah. And some people aren't even given the opportunity of uh, grasping the concept. Therefore, they never even had a choice. It's like in your pretty face is going to hell when uh, Gary gets paired up with uh, Modoc, the caveman. And he's like, it's not his fault. He was he was born three thousand three thousand years before the birth of Christ. <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, you know what? I'm glad that we started saving these conversations for, for the, the end. For yeah, the yeah. end, you well, know. because Richard didn't join until mid midway. <laughs> Guys, love I love it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks if you listened to this entire podcast and if yeah, you if listened you're to a hundred episodes. Yeah, maybe it might be more like hundred and four or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. But. We we appreciate you. Please like and subscribe and share it with a friend. 
well, like you want, our, if you if you've listened to all the episodes do you want to be a guest like we'd love to talk to you about why you listen yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm, not, I'm genuinely like concerned maybe not maybe, maybe not a full episode but we'll have you like uh on a zoom i want to talk to minutes. some 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 listeners you know what i mean yeah. i want to get some advice live on the pod i want people to really take us down to size i want them to be like yo alex you get too drunk on the pod and you say shit that you might regret <laughs> david you're just unfunny and ugly all the time uh richard uh, get a bigger dick, you tiny dick weirdo. Uh, and, you know, these are just critiques that we need to, to these face. These are all hypothetical, face right? Face head on. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> all hypothetical. Definitely not a thing. Uh, but anyway, folks, thanks for listening. If you've, if you've uh, tuned in for all 100, we genuinely thank you. Like, I don't know why you would ever do that, but seriously, that's pretty cool that yeah, you would yeah. listen and... Uh, I don't know. Uh, seriously, like, I, like I've said this before, but I encourage you hit, a, send us a message. It doesn't even need to be positive. Just, just yeah. be like, hey, the last episode uh, when Richard brought you guys Trulies, that was sweet. Yeah, that was. Really you know nice. what I mean? You know, something like that, and and I'll be like, okay, people are listening. You know, I like that. You know, you don't need to suck us off or anything. We know that we're not. That would be nice. Come on, man. Just <laughs> fucking throw us a goddamn bone. Hell yeah. Anyway. Any Go last Kings. words, Richard? Uh, yeah. Keep that get-out-of-jail-free card in your back pocket and find Christ.